It does take time. But it you, is. you actually made it six years. Six so years. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Definitely. I think I consider you like just with this whole conversation, you're very empowered and you know you're truly a lady boss. <laughs> but you know, for you, what does it mean to actually be called an empowered woman? Like yeah, as uh, I mentioned, like we always hear empowered women, empower women. Um, I think we have to change that. I think it has to be empowered women, empower everyone. It's like when you're given a seat at the table, it's your job to tell um, someone that, oh, we need more space and I need to bring someone in. Mm-hmm. And you need to um, create avenues for everyone to um, get a dignified way of life. It's not just women that suffer from inequality and discrimination, um, especially here. Um, I'm a board member of uh, Minds on Wheels, which is uh, a program, a literacy program. Um, for for kids in Cebu in, the, in Cebu province, so um, unfortunately, and I'm, I'm sure you've read that um, Filipino learners are among the yeah. poorest performers in the whole world, and then you have like you know twelve year olds, eleven year olds who can't read. So we decided to go about that because at the end of the day, when these kids graduate, we will have to hire them. So uh, they suffer from inequality um, we have farmers like it's ironic that our farmers who feed us are going hungry so I think that if you're given a position or you're given an opportunity it's also your job to lift them up like to make sure that there's equality and justice for everyone not just for you not just for your gender but for everyone you know I, I am very sad about that news that you know we're among the people who are not not smart. Yeah. <laughs> to make it like, ironically, there was a study that the Filipinos apparently are among, you know, not the smartest, but were the most confident. Like, oh my God. <laughs> Why? What is <laughs> the irony of it all? It's um indirectly proportional. So. <laughs> oh my. But I really liked what you said that, you know, and if, if you had a seat at the table, get out and then make sure. Pull someone you, in. Pull yeah, someone you have to in. make sure you pull someone in. That That is the rent you pay for. Uh, that is your rent or what you pay for occupying space. So it, it's your job. That's why like my when we started Aldrin's, like our other business, Aldrin's Lechon, it was with our farmer. He was, uh, he was a janitor and apparently it was his dream. It's his long time dream to start a piggery. And like he was paid like 10, like, you know, below minimum wage. He didn't have HMO. He was already working for 10 years. So I said, Dung, sige. Like, we have the resources for it anyway. So I'm going to fund you and, 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 and you do it. Like, you take charge of the farm. We're going to fund you. And like, that started in 2018. Now, um, um, we've like um, sold a lot of um, pork and pigs and it's doing very well. Uh, we Yay. just started the lechon, and um, what we love about Aldridge Lechon is that we're not only able to um, help our farmers make more money and you know have a dignified way of life. On top of that, in the community, we buy from their neighboring um, um, farmer, onion farmer, and coconut farmer, and a lemon farmer. <laughs> so everyone in the community mm-hmm. makes it. So I think there has to be, we, we need more of that. We need more social enterprises. We, I feel bad that our farmers do so much, but they don't get paid because mm. we also used to have, um, we also have a farm in Busai. We, we took a break because it's just too much work and too much stress. Um, our farmer would like um, take so much time farming corn, for example, France. And then after it's done, 
they sell the corn for 10 pesos a kilo, imagine. All that effort, all those months of laboring under the sun, and you're only paid 10 pesos per kilo, and then it becomes 30 pesos when it reaches carbon because the middlemen are taking yeah. more of you know, the profit. Meanwhile, the farmers are going hungry. So that's really something that we need to address as mm -hmm. a community, as a country. We need to help them you know, exactly. directly. Go we are a highly agricultural country, and I think we need to do more. Mm -hmm for our farmers and like um, we went on vacation, we went to England last year and I fell in love with York. Um, what they do in York is that they have bed and breakfast, they have hotels and they partner with um, farmers mm -hmm. and they actually um, promote their farmers, promote local products, which unfortunately is lacking in Cebu. So like um, my goal is eventually we get to that level and my husband's like, sweetheart, one, one at a time because he feels like I'm taking on too many things. Mm -hmm. So it would be nice to see more of that. Mm -mm. It would be nice to like actually see that we're not, you know, imagine 300% increase. Like, and then if you put that on yeah. convenience stores, it's now 100. It's more expensive. That's why if you go to a mall, it's like, wait, Corn here is 60 pesos and it's only sold like 10 pesos like in the farm or up in Busai. So guys, please, if you ever buy from a farmer support or local. yeah, support local. And if you ever buy from a sidewalk vendor, don't even haggle. Just pay the full price. You're already getting it cheap. Just pay in full because you would not haggle at Rustans, obviously. So yes. don't haggle with farmers. Exactly. <laughs> oh my. My, my. Okay, let's move into another topic here because I feel like my heart is already aching for, you know, our less fortunate brothers and sisters. But let's go back to the topic of empowerment in the in the office. Or yeah. Yes. So you mentioned about, um, you know, the inside jokes. Or yeah, I know, the locker room the jokes. Locker room. So if Especially in tech. Yes. Mm. So if we're talking to a guy or, you know, not really a guy, like anyone who is not aware that these jokes you know are actually offensive what should they avoid na lang? like like i think like you have to like avoid uh, for for the gentleman you really need to avoid you know um sexist jokes like you know women belong in the kitchen or women can can do anything more you know especially anything that has to do with you know their um reproductive health like could we all stop that like you know that's inappropriate like maybe for you it's harmless but for women that makes women feel really conscious and feel like really anxious so I, th I think people need to realize that and the thing is like if you you know stand up for yourself and you call someone out for mm -hmm. telling sexist jokes people would tell you you're being sensitive no it's not it's like okay how would you feel like let's let's okay let's be realistic like the same people who would tell you sexist jokes are really scared of LGBTQ members because they think that they're going to be harassed. Mm. It's a fact. You know what? LGBTQ members actually have better taste. So if you're not good looking, you don't have to worry. <laughs> so they have better taste than that. So like that's how you feel around somebody in the LGBTQ community, which is not fair. Okay? That's how women feel when you tell sexist jokes. So put yourselves in the women's shoes, like when you, you know, um, make jokes like that. You are uncomfortable because you think that a member of the LGBTQ community will take advantage of you. Imagine how women feel when you, you know, um, tell sexist jokes. It's like, 
um, Charles Bukowski said it, like, you don't really care about injustice until it happens to See, you. Exactly. But, you know, in this age, like, yeah. people are calling that it's politically correct. I think, like, every, I think politically correct or <laughs> PC is, has been overused in this day and age. Like, you don't even know, is this going to be offensive? Is this not? Like, what am I going to say? What's not correct? What What's okay? Like, it's, I, I think we've gone overboard a bit. Mm -hmm. So, like, yeah, what is acceptable and what's not? Well, you know, um, touching your female um, co-workers in a property, definitely, that's inappropriate. You think it's okay? It's not okay. Mm -hmm. Like, you think, like, you know, you don't mean anything by that? Yeah, well, yeah, you know, if we define, like, how sexually, how sexual harassment is defined according to the law, sexual harassment is anything that makes the other person or the victim like feel uncomfortable or unsafe in the workplace. or unsafe in the workplace Dolly already has rules for that like if your HR if your company does not have rules against sexual harassment you need to question that because Dolly really requires that mm -hmm. uh, for me I think I had experience not really experience on first you know first hand but I actually had that experience like they're talking about mm. you know women like chicks they yeah call people chicks and then mm. you know especially in the during the coronavirus scare like they're afraid that you know some of the people who are getting the women who are chinese the chicks are okay, getting that's that's number one that's racist number two that's sexist yeah, like, like jesus christ like, we have those people like that but you know what if there are some women who actually hear this but they don't speak out because I actually talk to like one of them and then they, they you know it's fine like it's a joke like what's the line between a yeah. joke and that's then... the thing like we were so like you know growing up in a catholic country mm -hmm. in a patriarchal country we're always taught like you know be nice be polite don't complain don't assert yourself so that's why you know like a lot of times women are having a hard time distinguishing wait, is this, should I speak up now or should I let it go? So it's kind of hard, but okay, when do you speak up? Are you uncomfortable? Number one, that's the only thing you need to remember. If you're not comfortable, speak up. If it does not make you feel good, if it make you, makes you feel unsafe, speak up. And to the women out there who like, for like, if it's ever, like we're both, we, we think that it's not okay and then they yeah. think it's okay. Like what should they react? Like they would say like, uh, arte lang yan or you're mm. just sensitive just say like i'm uncomfortable what can you do about it so, so don't, don't think that you know don't, don't it's not arte it. like i don't like it period and i should not be expected to tolerate something i do not like there's a thing called mansplaining what else yeah is like you don't <laughs> need to mansplain and i'm not even like like i think like every time when you assert yourself and you speak up auto automatically you're unlikable automatically you're a bitch you know what i'd rather be a bitch but safe <laughs> i'd rather be a bitch and be comfortable in my environment than you know have to deal with all of that and be you know and be sad about it you need to really speak out because yeah. you know this especially now we're celebrating international women's yeah. month that we need to educate that this is not okay exactly now. like that's why we uh, we talked about it earlier. We are a country. Well, this it's not just in the Philippines, but like, how the heck would you be, you know, blaming victims? That is number. That is just not right, and that is not fair. Like when you blame a victim for like going with a perpetrator. Okay, it's not a problem that she went with the perpetrator. The perpetrator took advantage. Mm -hmm. 
Okay? So, instead of telling women, don't do certain things or don't dress a certain way, why don't you tell perpetrators to not rape someone or not sexually harass someone? Why should women have to, you know, bring or like take on the responsibility? Like, why is it our fault? Mm -mm. Actually, I can really relate to that. Because I live alone, so yeah. I, I, whenever I come home, uh, whenever I go out, I would bring an umbrella. Or when exactly. I first moved to Cebu, I would, I, my dad gave me pepper spray. spray. <laughs> yes, my dad gave me one too. <laughs> he gave me pepper spray just to be safe. Like when I told him, like I can do this, yeah. and you know, you don't know any, you don't know what kind of people mm. are. are. Like, yeah, that, like, I, I think it's typical for for our dads and my dad. Like he was, you know, always like encouraging us. Like he was such a feminist, but at the same time, he also doesn't trust society. <laughs> Just like make sure you come home by six, or make sure you come home by um, um, seven, or buy your curfew. Um, yeah, my dad was really strict. Like <laughs> he would wait for me outside. You know, I was in college. Imagine. <laughs> so uh, my dad still do that now. <laughs> yeah, I was in college. I'd wait outside the gate. Uh, yeah, I wasn't able to go out on an unchaperoned date until I graduated. Yeah. <laughs> so, so um, yeah, because although he, he trusts us, um, he knows we're, uh, what we're capable of, he doesn't trust the people around us, which is like, that's kind of sad. Mm -mm. So basically, if that, that, what, what that tells you is that, yeah, we are not the problem. It's the people around us. So mm -hmm. don't tell the victims to be careful. Tell per perpetrators to stop doing what they're doing. But, you know, we can't really control the perpetrators. Yeah. That's really the thing. Like, you know, people, my mom, would, yeah. you know, shout out to my mom. <laughs> but my mom would really get mad at me if I wear something that is too short or something mm. that is, because people might talk behind your back, especially yeah, yeah. for me, because I'm... I'm extra special. God gave you extra, made me special. We've got curves. <laughs> yeah, we've Very got Very beautiful curves. curves. Yes. But, you know, people can't be that um, appreciative. Yeah. <laughs> term. And especially for women who, I've, you know, especially in social media, it's so toxic when mm. there's someone reported that, you know, this girl got drunk and then she got raped. And then people are saying that it was her fault. Yeah, she shouldn't yes. have been drunk, or she shouldn't. Sure, that, that's you know what's more painful. I know that that's common. You know what's painful? It's when a woman does that. You're yes. attacking your own mm. gender. Yeah, that's like oh my gosh! Like I, like, I wait, don't even like, want to comment. Yeah, because like you wait, you can't stand in solidarity with your fellow woman, like. We're all going through the same thing, and you're going to attack your, you know, another woman for getting drunk. Like, it could have been you. It could have, it could have been easily you. So, like, why? why? Like, I, I, like, I don't like example. If you know, I think I remember that. Like, I think you know what you're talking about, friends. Like, is it um, this girl from a certain college or university got drunk, went out, and was raped by three? Um, Friends. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, I think it was uploaded. Mm -hmm. So, like, like, the the girl obviously trusted these boys. Mm -hmm. Um, his, her trust was violated. Like, so I think it's unfair to blame the victim. Like, okay, I, I think the blame should always be this person trusted you and you violated that. Like, can't we can't we like think of it that way instead of blaming the person who got drunk? 
I definitely mm. agree, like with your. But mm. you know, I've seen and then I've heard a lot of comments. I know. Then, it, it really hurt. Like it's fifty-fifty. They say that it's fifty-fifty. Mm. Like the girls shouldn't have and the guys. So like agree. basically, if they keep on insisting that you know we have, but so we shouldn't go out of our houses anymore. We just need to like stay yeah. inside and not do anything and like you know with long like i mean hello it happens in pakistan in mm. saudi arabia it happens everywhere and these people already like you know wear dresses mm. or skirts to the floor mm. it still happens it doesn't matter what you're wearing or what you're doing you have kids getting raped so it's not like whether or not you went with a few guys or like you were drunk it's not that it's just like when a perpetrator wants to you know assault someone it happens like it's really it's really not the person the victim's fault it's like the the main point is if you don't really understand you know, the costs of everything you know it's yeah. not about what you wear or where it's you, definitely where you go. not what you wear if, mm-hmm. if the person has the intention to rape you, you know, i have a gay friend who said this though like he was joking pag may alak may balak mm-hmm. so he he was joking about it but yeah like I'm not saying you shouldn't drink. Just keep an eye on your drink because somebody might drug you. Okay, again, if you get drugged, that's not your fault. But, you know, I really think men who drug people, I think that's just the worst. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, we already know that there are problems out there. So for you, what, what are your suggestions, you know? For women, such as tips and advices for women. Just, yeah, this just, day and age. just if if something's if something doesn't feel right, right, just speak up. Okay, if your intuition, like you know, like your intuition is practically um, a collection of your past experiences mm-hmm. and your subconscious. So, if your intuition is telling you, okay, there's something off, then there is something off. So leave the situation, or say no, or just speak up, mm-hmm. or just drop it. You don't have to tolerate something that you're not comfortable with or something that you don't like. That's actually, that advice can be done in not just in normal scenarios, yeah. but that can be in work or Everywhere. in a relationship. Anywhere. Anywhere. Like, you are not required to tolerate something that you do not like. Exactly. Just because people expect you to be nice. That's so true. There's a big difference between being nice and being kind. Okay, being nice is like you know not having a not having an opinion because you don't want to you know hurt someone hurt yeah. someone's feelings. But actually, you're being unkind when you're not telling somebody the, the truth. truth. Especially you know that's why we need the performance improvement plans. So let's say if you're a manager and you don't want to become unpopular, so you don't call someone out. So what happens is that that person will keep on doing the exact same mistakes. You're going to have a, a massive headache. And if that person leaves your company, goes to another company, he will do the exact same thing. So you're not being kind. You're not helping that person become accountable. So there's a big difference between being nice and being kind. And yeah, don't be afraid to be unpopular. I really like that, that, <laughs> that line. Don't be afraid to be unpopular. Because nowadays, you know, it's, it's very um, common that people want to be liked or people yeah. want to... What's the proper term? People, people want to please everyone. Yes, that's There's no such thing as pleasing everyone, guys. You can't. Yeah, you can't. You really cannot. Please. At the end of the day, what's important is that you're happy with yourself and you're pleasing yourself. And you can sleep, you know, soundly in the mm-hmm. at night. And that, you know, you never compromise your integrity. But believe me, you can never please everyone. Everyone will always have something to say. Exactly. 
Now I'm down to the last <laughs> two questions. First one is now we're talking about tech, right? And then it's Women's Month. Like, what do you think should be a good technology upgrade for women that that can really help women? Like, I really help women. Yeah, in, in I really and I was like talking to my friend Chip. I miss Chip. Uh, Hi Chip. Chip. I don't know Hi you, Chip. Serio. <laughs> like, our dating app, please come on, let's do it. <laughs> I think we need a dating app that's safer for women because mm-hmm. you know. With, Sorry, Tinder. <laughs> sorry, yes, yes. Tinder. Sorry, Tinder. Like a lot of attacks have happened with Tinder. Because my friend and I were like thinking, I hate how like even with dating, you know, normal dating, you don't know who you're dating and you don't know how it's going to turn out. So, and I have a lot of friends, single friends, very you know accomplished friends, and um, they're still single and they're having a hard time looking for you know um, the right some, the right one and somebody to date. And I'm like, why don't we have an app that actually Ding, ding, ding. Um, does background check mm-hmm. for the people and like judges you on judges you on on you know accomplishments and character and you just match it as opposed to the just you know the perfect correct match the perfect correct match with matching background check including NBI <laughs> ah, exactly. to make it safe you know to make dating safe. So yeah, we, we need something like that, and uh, we, we need that. So basically, for women, and especially for another one for 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 women um, who are busy, uh, like yourself, <laughs> like I really miss Honest B. Honest B. Honest B was such a big help. Let's like the groceries. The groceries. So more of that, please. So somebody like Lala Move. I love Lala Move. Plug shameless plug. Um, <laughs> Lala move because you can actually ask them to do errands for you. So, you know, anything that helps women save time. Especially mothers. Like especially mothers, working mothers. Yeah. Working moms. So yeah, you know, apps like Honest Bee, apps like Lala Move, anything that can help um, you know, yeah, the women and women like juggling, you know, several balls at the same time. So yeah, things like that. Uh, for the single women, that dating app and um, yeah, basically that. And um, I have this um, um, Naomi. Um, I met her during um, Startup Weekend. She came up with this app that allows you to like swap clothes um, using an app. I actually really, really love that app because you know, as you know, first women, we have a lot of clothes we don't use. We don't have time to get rid of it. So I think like swapping, or you know, it's sustainable, and you allow people to um, shop. Thriftily, and you're getting rid of the clothes mm-hmm. that you don't want. You know, things like that. That that would be a big help for women. So developers or any startups there? Yes, please. Yes, please. And just to share about the dating app, I actually mm-hmm. read a post. I think it's South Subtle Asian Dating. Bayon. <laughs> There's like a group in Facebook, and then when when a guy swipes right, right, yeah, and then he he's just you know screenshotting and then sending the picture of the girl to this to friends. friends, yeah. But if a guy, if a girl swipes right, you know, she immediately texts the girl like, "This is my location. Like, if I don't talk to you in the next thirty minutes, they call the police." See, see There's how a, like, like I'm safe. Yeah. Like, I'm going to I'm going to meet this person, mm. so just in case, mm. like. I remember like when my friends before we would go out back before you know we didn't have Grab we didn't have Uber my friends would be like this is the taxi yes the plate the plate, the plate number. number so just in case so you know, but you know yeah. we take for measures that isn't really like why do we have to do that how come like guys can just do whatever they want and not have to worry about it exactly so yes hopefully with our advent 
advancements in technology. Like I think, like I also saw this thing um, in like when we were on vacation in England, and I think that was really genius. And I, I sh we should adopt uh, adopt that here. Mm -hmm. Hi, developers. Base. <laughs> um, there was this like we went to this bathroom in in one of this um, bed and breakfast and. But it was also a restaurant, mm -hmm. so it was also a pub. So people went there to drink, and they had imagine they had all these, these posters in every cubicle because I checked everything. <laughs> it's like, oh, this is really interesting. It's like it was called Angel, and like uh, it said, "Hi, I'm Angel. So if you're not comfortable with your date, please approach the bartender and just tell and just tell them Angel, and we would know what to do. We will take care of the date you don't like for you, and we will send you home safely. Yeah, and then he will book you a car. I think I read that one on Yeah, I, I think we should do something like that. I also think that that happens here a lot as well. So, hi, developers. So Hopefully, hopefully the Philippines yeah. will adapt to that. I, I, I think we also need that app. Like, mm -hmm. You know, somebody, if somebody, if a woman is uncomfortable um, at her date. anyone who is in a Anyone in a date. bad situation, a bad date, not just a woman, like male, female, you know, a mm -hmm. uh, member of the LGBT community. Like, you know, if something's not making you comfortable, there should be an escape sign mm -hmm. or like an escape button for you to press. And I, I think that would really help everyone stay safe. Hopefully we can see that in the future, no? <laughs> also, I, I developers. I hope somebody comes up with it during Startup Weekend mm -hmm. Women Edition. <laughs> okay, I think we already discussed a lot of things. This is my actually, but this is my legit second to the last question. Yeah. <laughs> what are you know? We're celebrating Women's Month. You know, as a lady boss, as someone who has you know been in this industry and then has experienced her fair share of struggles. Sometimes you know sexism. What are your advices to anyone who is in this industry who may have felt that they are being discriminated or, you know, just yeah. anything that is related to... You know, at the end of the day, like, it, what matters is do you love what you're doing? Because mm -hmm. everything else would be secondary. You would not even, like, make it matter so much. You would not mind. Sure, it would hurt, but um, it would hurt. It would get annoying. But, you know, at the end of the day, it matters how much you love what you're doing. Um, so like the things that you hear or um, the things that offend you, you can use that as you know something to propel you to succeed more. So if somebody tells you you can't do it because you're female, so do better, do prove more, them. prove, prove them, them wrong, exactly. Just you know, finally mm. find something. But what if? I think this, this is a follow-up question that's yeah. not counted. What if they don't know what they want? To, what they want to do. Okay, like you, like how do you know what you want to do? Mm -hmm. Like what gets you excited? As um, yeah, you have to figure out what gets you excited. You have to pay attention to that. What gives you? Uh, what gives you? Uh, gives you? You know the butterflies in your stomach. What? What makes you happy? What? What do you love doing? What makes you feel? Not necessarily complete, but makes you feel alive. content and alive. So. If you know you feel that what you're doing now is draining you, I'm sorry, dear. That's not it. Find something else. So if you find yourself crying when you wake up on your way to work, I think it's high time to leave that job. That's a sad reality, yeah. but that's true. Yes. So to anyone who's listening, we're not we're not saying that you should quit. Could you? Yeah, not yeah, not find that. Find a good plan. Find a good plan first. <laughs> Don't just quit because like like yo, I heard Francis say like I should quit. No, it's not that. <laughs> No, it's not that like just make sure that okay uh we totally understand it like yeah you have to pay your bills mm -mm. just know 
Are you willing to keep doing what you're doing to pay your bills at the expense of your own happiness? If you're okay with that, then fine. We totally respect that, you know, that decision. But if you want to be happy with what you're doing, like do something, not necessarily what you're passionate about, but um, something that you're committed to. Passion will only get you, you know, so far. But if you're committed to it because you want to see it through like a project, then keep on doing it. When you talk about it, I feel like it's a relationship at first, especially if you get married, the, you, the attraction, yeah. the love is, yeah, it is at the start. Like, but it's, like, it's, it's like really like, you know, having a pet or having a business, <laughs> your job, it's very much like marriage. Everything That's why like do something you love and you like or in the same way, marry somebody you actually like and who is your best friend. Because it makes things easier. It's, you know, it's, it's, everything is going to be hard work. But when you like what you're doing and when you enjoy it, you wouldn't even feel that. You won't feel that you're tired. Yeah, you wouldn't feel that you're tired. You wouldn't give up because you like what you're doing. Then if you're excited to sleep and yeah. wake up the next day. Because you're still do. doing what you're doing <laughs> that, you know, you love. Thank you. <laughs> Whew, I actually had a great time with this conversation. Yeah, thank you. I think we can actually... Make this longer if only, <laughs> if only our reservation won't end <laughs> in this venue. But now, uh, my last question, I always ask this to all my yeah. guests because, you know, Take It or Leave It is, you know, talking about the future and what's mm-hmm. not. What's next for Connie? Uh? But what's next for me? Wow. Miss okay, Universe. <laughs> Definitely. Um, um, Aleph is turning six, so we're becoming. Uh, we're working on our PESA documents now. Um, we're become. We're like becoming a full incubation company, um, and then of course Aldrin's Lechon. We're working on our documents, so we're registered in Carmen, but we need our business permits in Cebu City, so we can have a stall, mm-hmm. and of course get our you know work done with the FDA and everything for the vinegar. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to concentrate on that in the meantime. Um, make sure that everything works well before I proceed with another project. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there are a lot of things that we're thinking about. Um, there were hopefully like you know more um, social enterprises um, that we can get into. So my, my my husband was like saying she heard one thing at a time. <laughs> so because I'm already like taking on a lot, okay. and of course like I have my minds on wheels. So um, I think next month we're going to Guadalupe for you know, to tutor kids, and we have our mobile library there. So yeah, those in the meantime. With all that. You know, it's it's a juggle. <laughs> you you are indeed an empowered woman, and then you're a very busy woman. And thank you so much for you know guesting. Take it or leave it. Thank you so much. And thank you, Francis, for inviting me. Yes. And do you do they? If sorry, if they're interested to get to know Aleph uh, or Aldrin's, do they have? A yeah, you media? can. Yeah, we do have social media pages, so um, you can visit Aleph. Um, so like you know, for new jobs. Um, for recruitment, so there's Aleph and HR Consultancy, and then Lechon and the Vinegar. Um, we have our Aldrin's Lechon page. And of course, if you need more advice about HR and recruitment and business, you can check Business 101 also on Facebook. Um, so check all of those out. And um, as I mentioned, Francis, you can just send me a message there if you need any help or any advice. Yes, you can definitely message Miss Connie for anything. <laughs> yeah. Maybe you're also interested if, you know, being a mentor to someone. Yes, please. <laughs> Let's let me know so we can schedule it. Wow. <laughs> you know, I'm so excited to, to release this episode. <laughs>
Definitely. So, is this your third podcast or second? second? The, the first one was with Martin. Yes. Thank you. Shout, shout out, Martin. Hi, Martin. <laughs> thank you so much, Miss Connie. Actually, you learned welcome. a lot from oh, you. Thank you. Definitely, thank you. you are remarkable. <laughs> I really am excited to see more of you. You know, especially the minds on wheels thing. Mm-hmm. Like, I can understand the problem already and how the solution. It, it is. It's a kind of. It's um. It's it really matters to me because these are kids that you know they don't have much but every time i visit them every time i go um they just really love spending time with you it's like what kids want is not just you know like donation is not enough like the time you spend with them and then they started becoming confident they actually like reading now and uh, i'm really excited for that as well like my husband and i are planning like instead of you know spending my birthday on my own like buying whatever expensive thing I can think of, might as well just have a Jollibee party there. Because like, like before I left on your last day, my kids said, like, Miss Connie, I really, I, my wish is really to see a Jollibee mascot. Aww. So, you know, the things that we take for granted, these kids, like, it really matters to them. So it's something very important to me. Because like, um, it, it really does um, tell you like, okay, these kids have it hard. But they're happy, and like I feel that we as a, a nation, we're failing them. Mm-hmm. Like we have to do something. Exactly, especially deaf ed. Hi, 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 hi deaf ed. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, thank you so much for guesting, Miss Connie, and welcome, I really Francis. hope that you enjoyed our con- conversation. I, I did. I did. Thank you for the invite, Francis. Thank you. Thank you so much, and to our listeners, if you're still with us, thank you for. Listening, it's been an hour and 15 minutes. <laughs> wow. wow. <laughs> so if you like this podcast, uh, make sure to give it a big thumbs up and share this to all of your empowered women. And then comment down. And then, of course, you are free to contact Miss Connie if you have any questions on recruitment or for Aleph or uh, Rinsit Sean. Yes. Online. And I would like to say hi to Dorel. Thank you for recommending me to friends. Miss Cleo. And Cleo. Hi, Cleo. Hi, shout out. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining. And let's not forget to thank our awesome venue sponsor. Thank you thank so you much. Thank you, the company. The company, Cebu, for always supporting Take It or Leave It. And if we have listeners who want to sponsor this podcast, you can message us at any social media at Take It or Leave It or email us at takeitorleaveitph at gmail.com. Again, thank you so much, Miss Connie, for sharing thank your you, time Francis, and, and your welcome. knowledge. Very nice to meet you. <laughs> nice to finally meet you as well. <laughs> ah, thank you so much. And happy International Women's Day. And happy um, Fire Prevention prevention Month. (laughs) Ironic. Thank you so much. (laughs) If you like this podcast, make sure to like, share, and subscribe. This podcast can be found in anywhere that you listen podcasts to. Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts. Make sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram. And if you want to partner or collaborate, I am reachable through any social media account. Thank you so much for joining and we'll see you in the next one. This has been Francis Marie Tevis and Miss Connie. Bye, guys. <laughs> Thank you so much. It's Tech and finding your true passion in tech one podcast at a time. See you in the next one. Bye. I insisted and I tried to prove to my dad that I can do it without his help. So what I did, I used my savings. And two, I cashed out my insurance. That's why it's important, guys, to have savings. <laughs> Re- if you want to get into business, you better have savings because that's your mm-hmm. that's the first go-to for resources you need to start you your need business. To really, shell out. Money. Yeah, shell out. Like you need to spend money to get money. Mm. There's no such thing as you don't need. You know, money will just come. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like. <laughs>
And like, if you have to rely on investors most of the time for your business to make money, you're not a business, you're a scam. <laughs> so, um, start with your savings. That's what I did. So, I, I, and then I quit, right? I quit my job. So, I got my last pay. So, I used all of that to, to you know, to spend on the business initially. And then I'm like, okay, shit, I really need more money. That's what I said. <laughs> like, pa, okay, I'm going to accept that. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but when you said like you need to really spend your savings it's yeah. like if you don't believe in your product then how can other people believe exactly well? so the fact that you're able to spend that that's mm -hmm. a measure like do i really believe in mm -hmm. this product i really want to do it mm -hmm. like you ask yourself do i really believe in this because if you don't don't bother going into mm -hmm. it because you're just going to lose your enthusiasm mm -hmm. and you're going to quit mm -hmm. in no time and on average like businesses fail between one to two years that's so sad. It is very sad. But it's yeah. reality. It is. And like, yeah, like it's easy to start a business. How to keep it going is a different thing. Mm -mm. That's why when we re reached five, my husband's like, she heard that's actually a very great accomplishment because not everybody gets to that point. <laughs> so because before, like, I was like, ah, it really didn't matter. I just love what I do. And this is my baby. And like, it, it didn't really mean, so like, you no know, things like that, the metrics of like, or we're five years, or mm -hmm. like we made it past two years. It didn't matter to me. What mattered to me, oh, we still have 62 plus plus clients. Some of them um, Fortune 500 startups, etc. Um, that was all that mattered to me, and where um, whether we were delivering or not. But if you really think about it, yeah, you're right. You have to really believe in your product, and you ha also have to believe in your ability you to, make to make it. it. <laughs> That's like the the only. Mm -hmm. The two things. Because, like, yeah, people will discourage you. Yeah, mm. you will get that. People will discourage you. People will be like, yeah, I think business is very risky. You will hear that a lot. And you're a female. Yeah, I got that a lot. <laughs> you're a female. It won't work. You need, you know, a, a man to back you up and things like that. Um, yeah, you will get a lot of that. So you just have to really know that you're good mm -hmm. and you know what you have to offer and you're not quitting. Mm -mm. That's just it. You don't mm. quit. When you started, you don't quit. Exactly. But what if you, in the middle, like, you know that this is a mistake? When, <laughs> when is the right time? Like, like, yeah, when do you um, cut your losses? Yeah. So you ask. Like, a friend of mine asked me that before because, like, she was struggling with her business. Mm -hmm. So I asked her, do you still have a client? And she said, no. I said, yeah, it's time. Quit. But if I ask you and you tell me I still have a client, I still have X amount of orders, and these orders are still coming, I would tell you, yeah, I know it's hard, but keep going. Like, it's pretty easy to to be discouraged, especially if the numbers is, are not quite yeah, big. Yeah, but you know, the thing about business is like, you have to understand, it's like roller coaster. Like, it, it goes up and down, up and down. It's, it's, not, a, it's not a straight line. Mm -hmm. So your ability to bounce back and your ability to not get affected by that, that would really matter. So be resilient. Be resilient. <laughs> You have to really, 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 I have to say the really three times just to make a point that this is something that is not easy. Yeah, it is not easy. Business will never be easy, but I tell you it's worth, worth it. it. Aww. It is very yeah. worth it. It's like, um, it's like being married. I'm married to my business. We don't have, you know, a kid, but we have dogs. So <laughs> somebody asked me, like, are you going to have babies? And my husband and I are like, we already have two businesses we're taking care of. It's like having children. Mm -hmm. So it's like having children. Basically, you need to want it so badly. 
And you know, you're not just going to throw your kid out the window because you get tired. Mm -hmm. It's going to be frustrating. It's going to be emotionally draining. A whole gamut of emotions will be there. Some days you'll be laughing. Some days you'll be happy. Other days you'll be crying, and your anxiety goes, you know, goes up. But yeah, that's part of it. So if you're um, not ready for all of that, I would not recommend that don't you go that. into business. Yeah, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't. What, what don't. Like, don't. Don't do it just because you want to show off that. Oh, I'm an entrepreneur. Don't. Don't do that. That's the worst thing you can do. You have to really understand the risks, the, yeah, the, risks. the responsibilities. Mm -hmm. and, and you have to be able to like um, be okay with working harder than most people. Like, it, like I think that's like the worst like uh, misconception about having your own business. Like people say like, yeah, have your own business or you're going to get rich and you'll have your own time. No, it's not like that. You're going to live broke for a long time before you start making profit. I mean, like um, Tesla just started making profit. Um, it took Amazon 20 years before they started making profit. There's no such thing as an overnight success. Like on average, it takes you about, you know, five, two to five years before you actually start making mm -hmm. money. Two if you're very lucky, five if you're lucky. But yeah, it, it takes a while. And you know, like I, you see that um, as a quote, like entrepreneurs are the crazy people who, um, who decide to work more than 40 hours a week because they don't want to work for somebody else. So it's it's longer hours. You never sleep. You're always worried. You're always worried about. Um, you're always on call. You're always on call. You always have clients calling you. So yeah, you it's it's you don't own your time because basically your customers own you. At you know at a certain point, then when you start making money, then you can start hiring more people. Then that's when you start relaxing. <laughs> But it, it does take time. It does take time. But it you, is. you actually made it six years. Six so years. congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Definitely. I think I consider you, like, just with this whole conversation, you're very empowered and, you know, you're truly a lady boss. <laughs> but, you know, for you, what does it mean to actually be called an empowered woman? Like, yeah, as uh, I mentioned, like, we always hear empowered women empower women. Um, I think we have to change that. I think it has to be empowered women empower everyone. It's like when you're given a seat at the table, it's your job to tell um, someone that, oh, we need more space and I need to bring someone in. Mm -hmm. And you need to um, create avenues for everyone to um, get a dignified way of life. It's not just women that suffer from inequality and discrimination, um, especially here. Um, I'm a board member of uh, Minds on Wheels, which is uh, a program, a literacy program. Um, for, for kids in Cebu, in, the, in Cebu province. So um, unfortunately, and I'm, I'm sure you've read that, um, Filipino learners are among the yeah. poorest performers in the whole world. And then you have like, you know, 12 year olds, 11 year olds who can't read. So we decided to go about that because at the end of the day, when these kids graduate, we will have to hire them. So uh, they suffer from inequality um, we have farmers like it's ironic that our farmers who feed us are going hungry so I think that if you're given a position or you're given an opportunity it's also your job to lift them up like to make sure that there's equality and justice for everyone not just for you not just for your gender but for everyone you know, I, I am very sad about that news that you know we're among the people who are not 
not smart. <laughs> yeah. To make it like, ironically, there was a study that the Filipinos apparently are among, you know, not the smartest, but were the most confident. Like, oh my God. <laughs> Why? What is <laughs> The irony of it all. It's um indirectly proportional. <laughs> so. Oh my. But I really liked what you said that, you know, and if, if you had a seat at the table, get out and then make sure... Pull someone you, in. Pull yeah, someone you have to in. make sure you pull someone in. That That is the rent you pay for. Uh, that is your rent or what you pay for occupying space. So... It, it's your job. Mm -hmm. That's why, like, my when we started Aldrin's, like our other business, Aldrin's Lechon, it was with our farmer. He was uh, he was a janitor, and apparently, it was his dream. It's his long time dream to start a piggery, and like he was paid like ten, like you know, below minimum wage. Oh, he didn't have wow. HMO. He was already working for ten years. So I said, "Dung sige," like we have the resources for it anyway. So I'm going to fund you, and 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 you do it. Like you take charge of the farm. We're going to fund you, and like that started in 2018. Now, um, um, we've like um, sold a lot of um, pork and mm. pigs, and it's doing very well. Uh, we just started the lechon, and um, what we love about Aldridge Lechon is that we're not only able to um, help our farmers make more money and you know have a dignified way of life. On top of that, in the community, we buy from their neighboring. Um, um, farmer, onion farmer, and coconut farmer, and a lemon farmer. So everyone in the community mm -hmm. makes it. So I, I think there has to be. We we need more of that. We need more social enterprises. We, I feel bad that our farmers do so much, but they don't get paid because mm -hmm. we also used to have. Um, we also have a farm in Busai. We we took a break because it's just too much work and too much stress. Um, our farmer would like. Um, Take so much time farming corn, for example, France. And then after it's done, they sell the corn for 10 pesos a kilo. Imagine. All that effort, all those months of laboring under the sun, and you're only paid 10 pesos per kilo, and then it becomes 30 pesos when it reaches carbon because the middlemen are taking yeah. more of you know the profit. Meanwhile, the farmers are going hungry. So that's really something that we need to address as mm -hmm. a community. As a country, we need to help them. You know, exactly. directly. Go we are a highly agricultural country, and I think we need to do more mm -hmm. for our farmers. And like, um, we went on vacation. We went to England last year, and I fell in love with York. Um, what they do in York is that they have bed and breakfast, they have hotels, and they partner with um, farmers, mm -hmm. and they actually um, promote their farmers, promote local products, which unfortunately is lacking in mm -hmm. Cebu. So like uh, my goal is eventually we get to that level and my husband's like, so you heard one, one at a time because he feels like I'm taking on too many things. Mm -hmm. So it would be nice to see more of that. Mm -mm. It would be nice to like actually see that we're not, you know, imagine 300% increase. Like, and then if you put that on yeah. convenience stores, it's now 100. It's more expensive. That's why if you go to a mall, it's like, wait, Corn here is 60 pesos and it's only sold like 10 pesos like in the farm or up in Busai. So guys, please, if you ever buy from a farmer support or local. yeah, support local. And if you ever buy from a sidewalk vendor, don't even haggle. Just pay the full price. You're already getting it cheap. Just pay in full. Because you would not haggle at Rustans, obviously. So yes. don't haggle with farmers. Exactly. <laughs> oh my. My, my. Okay, let's move into another topic here because I feel like my heart is already aching for, you know, our less fortunate 
brothers and sisters. But let's go back to the topic of empowerment in the in the office. Or, yeah. Yes. So you mentioned about um, you know the inside jokes or yeah, I know the locker room the jokes. Locker room. So especially in tech. Yes. Mm. So if we're talking to a guy or you know not really a guy like anyone who is not aware that these jokes you know are actually offensive, what should they? avoid na lang like, like i think like you have to like avoid uh, for for the gentleman you really need to avoid you know um sexist jokes like you know women belong in the kitchen or women can can do anything more you know especially anything that has to do with you know their um reproductive health like could we all stop that like you know that's inappropriate like maybe for you it's harmless but for women that makes women feel really conscious and feel like really anxious so I, th I think people need to realize that and the thing is like if you you know stand up for yourself and you call someone out for mm -hmm. telling sexist jokes people would tell you you're being sensitive no it's not it's like okay how would you feel like let's let's okay let's be realistic like the same people who would tell you sexist jokes are really scared of LGBTQ members because they think that they're going to be harassed. Mm. It's a fact. You know what? LGBTQ members actually have better taste. So if you're not good looking, you don't have to worry. <laughs> so they have better taste than that. So like that's how you feel around somebody in the LGBTQ community, which is not fair. Okay? That's how women feel when you tell sexist jokes. So put yourselves in the women's shoes, like when you, you know, um, make jokes like that. You are uncomfortable because you think that a member of the LGBTQ community will take advantage of you. Imagine how women feel when you, you know, um, tell sexist jokes. It's like um, Charles Bukowski said it, like you don't really care about injustice until it happens to See, you. Exactly. But, you know, in this age, like, yeah. people are calling that it's politically correct. correct. <laughs> like I that. think, like, every, I think politically correct or <laughs> PC is, has been overused in this day and age. Like, you don't even know, is this going to be offensive? Is this not? Like, what am I going to say? What's not correct? What, what's okay? Like, it's, I, I think we've gone overboard a bit. Mm -hmm. So, like, yeah, what is acceptable and what's not? Well, you know, um, touching your female, um, Co-workers, inappropriately, definitely, that's inappropriate. You think it's okay, it's not okay. Mm -hmm. Like, you think, like, you know, you don't mean anything by that. Yeah, well, yeah, you know, if we define, like, how sexually, how sexual harassment is defined according to the law, sexual harassment is anything that makes the other person or the victim like feel uncomfortable. Or unsafe in the workplace. Or unsafe in the workplace. Dolly already has rules for that. Like, if your HR, if your company does not have rules against sexual harassment, you need to question that. Because Dolly really requires that. Mm -mm. Uh, for me, I think I had experience, not really experience on first, you know, first hand, but I actually had that experience like they're talking about, mm -hmm. you know, women, like chicks, they yeah. call people chicks. And mm -hmm. then, you know, especially in the, during the coronavirus scare, like, they're afraid that, you know, some of the people who are getting, the women who are Chinese, the chicks are okay, getting... That's, that's number one, that's racist. Number two, that's sexist. Yeah, like, like, Jesus Christ! Like, we have those people like that. But, you know, what if there are some women who actually hear this, but they don't 
speak out because I actually talked to like one of them and then they, they you know it's fine like it's a joke like what's the line between a yeah. joke and that's then... the thing like we were so like you know growing up in a catholic country mm-hmm. in a patriarchal country we're always taught like you know be nice be polite don't complain don't assert yourself so that's why you know like a lot of times women are having a hard time distinguishing wait is this should i speak up now or should i let it go so it's kind of hard but okay when do you speak up are you uncomfortable number one that's the only thing you need to remember if you're not comfortable speak up if it does not make you feel good if it make you makes you feel unsafe speak up and to the women out there who like for like if it's ever like we're both we, we think that it's not okay and then they yeah. think it's okay like what should they react like they would say like uh, arte lang yan or mm. you're just sensitive just say like i'm uncomfortable what can you do about it so, so don't, don't think that you know don't, don't it's not arte it. like i don't like it period and i should not be expected to tolerate something i do not like there's a thing called mansplaining what else yeah like you like- don't need to mansplain and i'm not even like like i think like every time when you assert yourself and you speak up auto- automatically you're unlikable automatically mm-hmm. you're a bitch you know what i'd rather be a bitch but safe <laughs> <laughs> i'd rather be a bitch and be comfortable in my environment than you know have to deal with all of that and be you know and be sad about it you need to really speak out because you know this especially now we are celebrating international women's month that we need to educate that this is not okay exactly like that's why we uh, we talked about it earlier we're a country well this it's not just in the philippines but like how the heck would you be you know blaming victims Mm -hmm. that is number that is just not right and that is not fair like when you blame a victim for like going with a perpetrator okay it's not a problem that she went with the perpetrator. The perpetrator took advantage. Mm-hmm. Okay? So, instead of telling women, don't do certain things or don't dress a certain way, why don't you tell perpetrators to not rape someone mm-hmm. or not sexually harass someone? Why should women have to, you know, bring or like take on the responsibility? Like, why is it our fault? Mm-mm. Actually, I can really relate to that because I live alone. So yeah. I, I, whenever I come home, uh, whenever I go out, I would bring an umbrella. Or when exactly. I first moved to Cebu, I would. I, my dad gave me pepper spray. spray. <laughs> yes, my dad gave me one too. <laughs> he gave me pepper spray just to be safe. Like when I told him, like I can do this. Yeah. And, you know, you don't know any. You don't know what kind of people mm. are. are, like, are. Yeah, that, like I, I think it's typical for for our dads and my dad. Like he was, you know, always like encouraging us. Like he was such a feminist, but at the same time, he also doesn't trust society. <laughs> Just like make sure you come home by six, mm-hmm. or make sure you come home by um, um, seven, or buy your curfew. Um, yeah, my dad was really strict. Like <laughs> he would wait for me outside. You know, I was in college, man. <laughs> so uh, my dad still do that now. <laughs> yeah, I was in college. I'd wait outside the gate. Uh, yeah, I wasn't able to go out on an unchaperoned date until I graduated. Yeah. <laughs> so, so um, yeah, because although he, he trusts us, um, he knows we're, uh, what we're capable of. He doesn't trust the people around us, which is like, that's kind of sad. Mm-mm. So basically, if that, that, what, what that tells you is that, yeah, we are not the problem. It's the people around us. So mm-hmm. don't tell the victims to be careful. Tell per- perpetrators to stop doing what they're doing. But, you know, we can't really control the perpetrators. Yeah. That's really the thing. Like, 
enough people my mom yeah. would you know shout out to my mom <laughs> but my mom would really get mad at me if i wear something that is too short or something mm. that is because people might talk behind your back especially yeah, yeah. for me because i'm i'm extra special god gave you extra made me special. <laughs> you've got curves <laughs> yeah we very beautiful curves. curves yes but you know people can't be that um appreciative yeah. <laughs> right term and especially for women who i've you know especially in social media it's so toxic when mm-hmm. there's someone reported that you know this girl got drunk and then she got raped and then people are saying that it was her fault yeah, she shouldn't yes. have been drunk or she should sure, that, that's you know what's more painful i know that that's common you know what's painful it's when a woman does that you're yes. attacking your own mm-hmm. gender Yeah, that's like oh my gosh! Like I, like, I don't wait, even like, want to comment. Yeah, like you wait, you can't stand in solidarity with your fellow woman. Like we're all going through the same thing, and you're going to attack your, you know, another woman for getting drunk. Like it could have been you. It could have it could have been easily you. So like why? why? Like I I like I don't like example if you know I think I remember that like I think I know what you're talking about, France. Like is it? Um, this girl from a certain college or university got drunk, went out, and was raped by three um, friends. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, I think it was uploaded. Mm-hmm. So, like, like, the the girl obviously trusted these boys. Mm-hmm. Um, his, her trust was violated. Like, so I think it's unfair to blame the victim. Like, okay, I I think the blame should always be. This person trusted you, and you violated that. Like, can't we? Can't we? Like, think of it that way instead of blaming the person who got drunk. I definitely mm. agree, like with you. But mm. you know, I've seen, and then I've heard a lot of comments. I know then, it really hurts. Like, it's 50-50. They say that it's 50-50. Mm. Like, the girl shouldn't have, and the guy. So, shouldn't like, break. basically, if they keep on insisting that you know we have, but so we shouldn't go out of our houses anymore. We just need to like stay yeah. inside and not do anything, yeah. and like you know, with long like. I mean, hello, it happens in Pakistan, in Saudi Arabia, it happens everywhere. And these people already, like, you know, wear dresses mm-hmm. or skirts to the floor. Mm-hmm. It still happens. It doesn't matter what you're wearing or what you're doing. You have kids getting raped. So it's not like whether or not you went with a few guys or, like, you were drunk. It's not that. It's just like when a perpetrator wants to, you know, assault someone, it happens. Like, it's really... It's really not the person, the victim's fault. It's like the, the main point is if you don't really understand you know, the costs of everything, you know, it's yeah. not about what you wear or mm, where it's you. It's definitely where you go. not what you wear. If mm. if the person has the intention to rape you. You know, I have a gay friend who said this though. Like he was joking. Pag may alak may balak. Mm. So he he was joking about it. But yeah, like. I'm not saying you shouldn't drink. Just keep an eye on your drink because somebody might drug you. Okay, again, if you get drugged, that's not your fault. But, you know, I really think men who drug people, I think that's just the worst. (sighs) (laughs) But, you know, we already know that there are problems out there. So for you, what, what are your suggestions, you know? For women, such as tips and advices for women. Just yeah, this just, day and age. just if if something if something doesn't feel right, right, just speak up. Okay, if your intuition, like you know, like your intuition is practically um, a collection of your past experiences mm-hmm. and your subconscious. So, if your intuition is telling you, okay, there's something off, then there is something off. So leave the situation. 
or say no or just speak up mm -hmm. or just drop it. You don't have to tolerate something that you're not comfortable with or something that you don't like. That's actually, that advice can be done in, not just in normal scenarios, yeah. but that can be in work or Everywhere. in a relationship. Anywhere. Anywhere. Like, you are not required to tolerate something that you do not like. Exactly. Just because people expect you to be nice. That's so true. There's a big difference between being nice and being kind. Okay, being nice is like, you know, not having a not having an opinion because you don't want to, you know, hurt someone hurt yeah. someone's feelings, but actually you're being unkind when you're not telling somebody the, the truth. truth. Especially, you know, that's why we need the performance improvement plans. So, let's say if you're a manager and you don't want to become unpopular, so you don't call someone out. So what happens is that that person will keep on doing the exact same mistakes. You're going to have a, a massive headache. And if that person leaves your company, goes to another company, he will do the exact same thing. So you're not being kind. You're not helping that person become accountable. So there's a big difference between being nice and being kind. And yeah, don't be afraid to be unpopular. I really like that, <laughs> that, that, that line. Don't be afraid to be unpopular. Because nowadays, you know, it's, it's very um, common that people want to be liked or people yeah. want to... What's the proper term? But people, people want to please everyone. Yes, that's There's really no true. such thing as pleasing everyone, guys. You can't. Yeah, you can't. You really cannot. Please. At the end of the day, what's important is that you're happy with yourself and you're pleasing yourself. And you can sleep, you know, soundly in the, mm -hmm. at night. And that, you know, you never compromise your integrity. But believe me, you can never please everyone. Everyone will always have something to say. Exactly. Whew, now I'm down to the last <laughs> two questions. First one is, now we're talking about tech, right? And then it's Women's Month. Like, what do you think should be a good technology upgrade for women that, that can really help women? That can really help women. Yeah, I really, and I was like talking to my friend Chip. I miss Chip. Uh, Hi, Chip. Chip. I don't know Hi, you, Chip. Serio. <laughs> like, our dating app, please. Come on, let's do it. I think we need a dating app that's safer for women. Because, mm -hmm. you know, with, sorry, Tinder. <laughs> sorry. Yes. Tinder, sorry, Tinder. Like, a lot of attacks have happened with Tinder. Because my friend and I were like thinking, I hate how, like, even with dating, you know, normal dating, you don't know who you're dating and you don't know how it's going to turn out. So, and I have a lot of friends, single friends, very, you know, accomplished friends. And um, they're still single and they're having a hard time looking for, you know, um, the, right some, the right one and somebody to date. And I'm like, why don't we have an app that actually, ding, 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 um, does background check mm -hmm. for the people and like judges you, on, <laughs> judges you on, on, you know, accomplishments and character and you just match it. As opposed to the just, you know. The perfect correct match. The perfect correct match with matching background check, including NBI. <laughs> ah, exactly. To make it safe, you know, to make dating safe. So, yeah, we, we need something like that. And uh, we, we need that. So, basically, for women, and especially for another one for, for, for women. Um, who are busy, mm -mm. Uh, like yourself. <laughs> like, I really miss Honest B. Mm -mm. I really exactly. miss Honest B. I, I was Honest sad. B was such a big help. Like, like the you groceries. Know, the groceries. So, more of that, please. So, somebody, like Lala Move. I love Lala Move. Plug, shameless plug. Um, Lala Move, because you can actually ask them to do errands for you. 
So, you know, anything that helps women save time. Especially mothers. Like Especially working mothers, yeah. mothers. Working moms. So, yeah, you know, apps like Honest Bee, apps like Lala Move, anything that can help, um, you know, uh, yeah, the women and women like juggling, you know, several balls at the same time. So, yeah, things like that uh, for the single women, that dating app. And, um, yeah, basically that. And um, I have this um, um, Naomi. Um, I met her during um, Startup Weekend. She came up with this app that allows you to like swap clothes um, using an app. I actually really, really love that app. Because, you know, as you know, for us women, we have a lot of clothes we don't use. We don't have time to get rid of it. So I think like swapping, or, you know, it's sustainable and you allow people to um, shop thriftily and you're getting rid of the clothes that you don't want. You know, things like that. That, that would be a big help for women. Developers or any startups there? Yes, please. Yes, please. And just to share about the dating app, I actually mm. read a post. I think it's South Subtle Asian Dating. Bayon. <laughs> There's like a group on Facebook. And then when when a guy swipes right, right yeah. And then he he's just you know screenshotting and then sending the picture of the girl to the, the their friends. friends. Yeah. But if a guy if a girl swipes right, you know she immediately texts the girl like. This is my location. Like, if I don't talk to you in the next thirty minutes, they call. The see, see There's how a, like, like I'm safe. Yeah. Like, I'm going to, I'm going to meet this person. Mm. So just in case, mm. like, I remember like when my friends before we would go out back before you know we didn't have Grab, we mm. didn't have Uber. My friends would be like, "This is the taxi." Yes, the plate, the plate, the plate number. number. So just in case. So simple, you know, but you know, yeah. we take for measures that isn't really like why do we have to do that? How come like guys can just do whatever they want and not have to worry about it? Exactly. So yes, hopefully with our advan advancements in tech, we can like do I think this. like I also saw this thing um, in like when we were on vacation in England, and I think that was really genius, and I, I sh we should adopt uh, adopt that here. Mm -hmm. Hi, developers, please. <laughs> um, there was this like we went to this bathroom in in one of this um, bed and breakfast, and but it was also a restaurant, mm -hmm. so it was also a pub. So people went there to drink, and they had imagine they had all these these posters in every cubicle because I checked everything. <laughs> so it's like, oh, this is really interesting. It's like it was called Angel, and like. Uh, it said, hi, I'm Angel, so if you're not comfortable with your date, please approach the bartender and just, tell, and just tell them, Angel, and we would know what to do. We will take care of the date you don't like for you, and we will send you home safely. Yeah, and then he will book you a car. I think I read that one on Yeah, I, I think we should do something like that. I also think that that happens here a lot as well. So, hi, developers. So... <laughs> Hopefully, the Philippines yeah. will adapt to that. I, I, I think we also need that app. Like, you know, somebody, if somebody, if a woman is uncomfortable um, at her date. anyone who is in a Anyone in a date. bad situation, a bad date. Not just a woman, like male, female, you know, a mm -hmm. uh, member of the LGBT community. Like, you know, if something's not making you comfortable, there should be an escape sign mm -hmm. or like an escape button for you to press. And I, I think that would really help everyone stay safe. Hopefully, we can see that in the future, no? <laughs> hope so. I developers, I hope somebody comes up with it during Startup Weekend, mm -hmm. Women Edition. <laughs> okay, I think we already discussed a lot of things. This is my actually, but this is my legit second to the last question. Yeah. <laughs> what are, you know, we're celebrating Women's Month, you know, as a lady boss, as someone who has, you know, been in this industry and then has experienced her fair share of struggles, sometimes, you know, sexism, 
what are your advices to anyone who is in this industry who may have felt that they're being discriminated or you know just yeah. anything that is related to you know, at the end of the day like it what matters is do you love what you're doing because everything else would be secondary you would not even like make it matter so much you would not mind sure it would hurt but um, it would hurt it would get annoying but you know at the end of the day it matters how much you love what you're doing um, so like the things that you hear or um, the things that offend you you can use that as you know something to propel you to succeed more so if somebody tells you you can't do it because you're female so do better do prove more them. prove, prove them, them wrong exactly just you know, finally mm. find something. But what if? I think this this is a follow up question that's yeah. not counted. What if they don't know what they want to what they want to do? Okay, like you like how do you know what you want to do? Mm. Like what gets you excited? As um, yeah, you have to figure out what gets you excited. You have to pay attention to that. What gives you uh, what gives you uh, gives you you know the butterflies in your stomach? What what makes you happy? What what do you love doing? what makes you feel not necessarily complete but makes you feel alive. content and alive so if you know you feel that what you're doing now is draining you i'm sorry dear that's not it find something else so if you find yourself crying when you wake up on your way to work i think it's high time to leave that job that's a sad reality yeah. but that's true yes so to anyone who's listening we're not, we're not saying that you should quit. Could you, yeah, not, yeah, not find that. Find a good plan. Find a good plan first. <laughs> Don't just quit because, like, like yo, I heard Francis <laughs> say, like, I should quit. No, it's not that. <laughs> no, it's not that. Like, just make sure that, okay, uh, we totally understand it. Like, yeah, you have to pay your bills. Mm -mm. Just know. Are you willing to keep doing what you're doing to pay your bills at the expense of your own happiness? If you're okay with that, then fine. We totally respect that, you know, that decision. But... If you want to be happy with what you're doing, like do something, not necessarily what you're passionate about, but um, something that you're committed to. Passion will only get you, you know, so far. But if you're committed to it because you want to see it through like a project, then keep on doing it. When you talk about it, I feel like it's a relationship at first, especially if you get married, the, you, the attraction, yeah. the love is, yeah, it is at the start. Like, but it's like it's like really like you know having a pet or having a business your job it's very much like marriage everything that's why like do something you love and you like or in the same way marry somebody you actually like and who is your best friend because it makes things easier it's you know it's it everything is going to be hard work but when you like what you're doing and when you enjoy it you wouldn't even feel that you won't feel that you're tired. Yeah, you wouldn't feel that you're tired. You wouldn't give up because you like what you're doing. Then if you're excited to sleep yeah. and wake up the next day. Because you're to still do. doing what you're doing that, you know, you love. Thank you. <laughs> I actually had a great time with this conversation. Yeah, thank you. I think we can actually make this longer if only, <laughs> if only our reservation won't end yeah. in this venue. But... Now, uh, my last question, I always ask this to all my yeah. guests because, you know, Check It or Leave It is, you know, talking about the future and what's mm -hmm. not. What's next for Connie? Uh? What, what's next for me? Wow. Miss okay. Universe. <laughs> Definitely, um, um, Aleph is turning six, so we're becoming, uh, we're working on our PESA documents now. Um, we're, we're, like, becoming a full incubation company. 
Um, and then, of course, Aldrin's Lechon, we're working on our documents, so we're registered in Carmen, but we need our business permits in Cebu City so we can have a stall mm -hmm. and, of course, get our you know work done with the FDA and everything for the vinegar. Mm -hmm. So I'm just going to concentrate on that in the meantime, um, make sure that everything works well before I proceed with another project. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, there are a lot of things that we're thinking about. Um, there were hopefully like you know more um, social enterprises um, that we can get into. So my my, my husband was like saying she so heard one thing at a time. <laughs> so because I'm already like taking on a lot, okay. and of course like I have my minds on wheels. So um, I think next month we're going to Guadalupe for you know, to tutor kids, and we have our mobile library there. So yeah, I'll have those in the meantime. With all that. You know, it's it's a juggle. <laughs> you you are indeed an empowered woman, and then you're a very busy woman. And thank you so much for you know guesting Take It or Leave It. Thank you so much, and thank you, Francis, for inviting me. Yes, and do you do they? If sorry, if they're interested to get to know Aleph uh, or Aldrin's, do they have? A yeah, you media? can. Yeah, we do have social media pages, so um, you can visit Aleph. Um, so like you know, for new jobs. Um, for recruitment, so there's Aleph and HR Consultancy, and then Lechon and the Vinegar. Um, we have our Aldrin's Lechon page. And of course, if you need more advice about HR and recruitment and business, you can check Business 101 also on Facebook. Um, so check all of those out. And um, as I mentioned, Francis, you can just send me a message there if you need any help or any advice. Yes, you can definitely message Miss Connie for anything. <laughs> yeah. Maybe you're also interested if, you know, being a mentor to someone. Yes, please. <laughs> Let's let me know so we can schedule it. Wow. <laughs> you know, I'm so excited to, to release this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. So is this your third podcast or second? second? The, the first one was with Martin. Yes. Thank you. Shout, shout out, Martin. Hi, Martin. <laughs> thank you so much, Ms. Connie. Actually, you're learned welcome. a lot from oh, you. Thank you. Definitely, thank you. you are remarkable. <laughs> I really am excited to see more of, of you know, especially the minds on wheels thing. Mm -hmm. Like, I can understand the problem already and how the solution. It, it is. It's a kind of. It's um. It's it really matters to me because these are kids that you know they don't have much. But every time I visit them, every time I go, um, they just really love spending time mm -hmm. with you. It's like what kids want is mm -hmm. not just, you know, like donation is not enough. Mm -hmm. Like the time you spend with them. And then they started becoming confident. They actually mm -hmm. like reading now. And uh, I'm really excited for that as well. Like my husband and I are planning, like instead of, you know, spending my birthday on my own, like buying whatever expensive thing I can think of, might as well just have a Jollibee party there. Because like, like before I left on your last day, my kids said, like, Miss Connie, I really, I, my wish is really to see a Jollibee mascot. Aww. So, you know, the things that we take for granted, these kids, like, it really matters to them. So it's something very important to me. Because, like, um, it, it really does um, tell you, like, okay, these kids have it hard. But they're happy, and like I feel that we as a, a nation, we're failing them. Mm -hmm. Like we have to do something. Exactly, especially deaf and high. Hi, deaf and. Anyways, thank you so much for guesting, Miss Connie. And you're welcome, I really Francis. hope that you enjoyed our conversation. I, I did, I did. Thank you for the invite, Francis. Thank you. Thank you so much, and to our listeners, if you're still with us, thank you for 
listening. It's been an hour and 15 minutes. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so if you like this podcast, uh, make sure to give it a big thumbs up and share this to all of your empowered women. And then comment down. And then of course, you are free to contact Miss Connie if you have any questions on recruitment or for Aleph or uh, Rinsit Sean. Yes. Online. And I would like to say hi to Dorel. Thank you for recommending me to friends. Miss Cleo. And Cleo. Hi, Cleo. Hi, shout out. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining. And let's not forget to thank our awesome venue sponsor. Thank you thank so you much. Thank you, the company. The company, Cebu, for always supporting Take It or Leave It. And if we have listeners who want to sponsor this podcast, you can message us at any social media at Take It or Leave It or email us at takeitorleaveitph at gmail.com. Again, thank you so much, Miss Connie, for sharing thank your you, time Francis, and, and your welcome. knowledge. Very nice to meet you. <laughs> nice to finally meet you as well. <laughs> ah, thank you so much. And happy International Women's Day. And happy um, Fire Prevention prevention Month. (laughs) Ironic. Thank you so much. (laughs) If you like this podcast, make sure to like, share, and subscribe. This podcast can be found in anywhere that you listen podcasts to. Spotify, Anchor, Google Podcasts. Make sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram. And if you want to partner or collaborate, I am reachable through any social media account. Thank you so much for joining and we'll see you in the next one. This has been Francis Marie Tevis and Miss Connie. Bye, guys. <laughs> Thank you so much. It's Tech and Finding Your True Passion in Tech, one podcast at a time. See you in the next one. Bye.